I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. So uh, let's go to Frank in Staten Island. He wants to talk about the Mets. Mets... uh, Frank, are you uh, are you happy with what you've seen so far? And also, just out of curiosity, would you like to see them go after Aaron Judge? I'm definitely liking what I'm seeing so far. And uh, I want to also wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for taking the call. First time. Oh, thank you, Frank. Time. Thank you. Uh, I'm definitely loving what I'm seeing from the Mets so far. I think they're being a little bit more aggressive than they have been in more recent years. Uh, as far as going after Judge, I don't think anyone would have a problem with them going after Judge. I think they should focus more maybe on Trey Turner, Cody Bellinger, Wilson Contreras, uh, even Carlos Correa. Fill those holes that can help this team get better. And what you said earlier as far as situational hitting, RBIs, those are guys who are more prone to do that than just hitting home runs. And that's what that led to the Mets being – the great team that they were last year. They fell off at the end, but having those other pieces, plus more obviously better pitching, will help them a lot better than just one player in Aaron Judge. Like I said, as much as I would love to have him, I think having those other pieces would be better. Thank you. Frank, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Um, uh, by the way, I, I, just got a, I just got a text message from my brother and my, uh, my sister-in-law has gone into labor. So it looks like I'm going to become an, another, uh, I'll have another nephew and I'll be uh, aunt times two this afternoon. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And especially during the holidays. Thank you. So um, I'm a little emotional right now. He sent me a picture of her uh, sitting in, in, in a hospital bed waiting. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, things, things are, are going to start getting really dicey soon. So uh, I'm excited for them and uh, excited, of course, uh, to, become, to become an aunt uh, yet again. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's, let's turn our attention. Let's talk some NFL. A lot of people online wanting to talk NFL. So let's do it. Of course, we have Cynthia Freeland, who's going to be joining us at 1.30. Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau with his Elias Insights on a few top games on the slate um, coming your way this week. And, of course, we have Joe Wiz, who's going to be joining us at 2.30 this afternoon with his picks and his plays. The Giants, they are home against the Lions. Uh, they're favored by three. Uh, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I know a lot of people feel this is going to be a quote-unquote trap game because the Giants have to go on the road and go to Dallas and take on the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving, short work week. Uh, but I just the way that this coaching staff operates, I just, I, 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 just, I, don't, I don't believe it. I just I, I feel Giants are going to take care of business, and then it's going to be an interesting Thanksgiving Day game. That's for sure. The Patriots going up against New England, and um, they're in they're in Foxborough. Weather conditions are not going to be great. It's going to be chilly, but more importantly, Zach Wilson against Bill Belichick. Uh, that's dicey, as we know. Last time Zach went up against the Patriots, three interceptions. Really, if here's the thing: this Jets defense is so good that if Zach Wilson just doesn't turn the ball over, more times than not, the Jets are going to be in it to win it. Uh, 
Um, so, you know, can he limit his turnovers? You know, that's really, that's going to be key tomorrow for sure. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's, let's go to Richard in Manhattan. Richard, you're up. Anita, any NFL football game, the teams lose the games. They don't have to win. So as long as you don't turn it over, play good, solid football, you have a great chance of winning in the game. That goes for any team. You know, there are three games on the slate. There's three games on the slate that I, I like. I like the UCLA team. Uh, they're a home underdog, and it's a rivalry game. So that's nice. I like that game. Two others in the NFL are curious. The Giants are 7-2. and two. The Lions are 3-6. and six. The Giants have their team intact, and yet they're only a three-point favorite. That, that doesn't make sense to me. You've got to bet that game. You've got to bet the Giants there. I don't see that. Then the other yeah, game. I liked, very, I, yeah, the I, other I game, like I like the Giants. Really yeah. quick, Richard. I like the Giants. The game I like um, a, a, is, a, Richard, hold on one second. One thing at a time, Richard. I like the Giants. Again, as I said, a lot of people, a lot of odds makers are looking at this as a trap game. The Giants looking forward to the Thursday Thanksgiving against the Dallas Cowboys. Teams value, obviously, they put a priority on beating teams in their division, more so than teams not. So I think that, that plays into why this line is, is three. What's your other game? The other game, this is an impossibility. I've never seen this, and I'm a lot older than you. An 8-1 and one team playing a 6-3 and three team. The 8-1 and one team is home. Quarterback not injured. The rest of the team is intact. And they're a home underdog. The Vikings against the Cowboys. you got to yeah. play the Vikings there. They're giving you a, a point and a half, and you're in your home stadium? I don't see that. I've never seen that yeah. in all my years. And eight so, and Richard, Richard, thanks, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, listen, um, I, I went on Daily Wager on Monday when this line was out, and I said, "Bet it right now." I, I didn't think it would. Re- I didn't think it would remain. I didn't think it would stay. So uh, I love the. This is my favorite play this week. Minnesota plus one and a half. I also I like Minnesota on the money line at plus one hundred five. I just, um, I just, I, I think Dalvin Cook is going to run all over this Dallas Cowboys defense. Um, I think Dalvin Cook is going to have a huge, huge day. Just an absolute huge day. Let's go to Mitch. Mitch, welcome in. How's it going, Either Congratulations on your uh, nephew there. Well, the oh, thank health. you. Yeah, I mean, she just, she just got, she just got to the hospital. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you very much. Baby, going to be born today, but uh, you know, it's a certain amount of time before they have to say the C-section. Uh, yeah, my, my daughter went to that with my grandson here almost five months ago. Um, before I get to football, uh, I think those signs are pointing to the Dodge again, Judge. They let go of Bellinger, Turner. I hope they do because they're so fickle. They can't make up their minds. With the shortstop, with Harper, it's, 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 that's why they only have one championship in the last 30 years. So, so. Um, we think uh, Giants, uh, Daniel Jones has played better than I thought. Will they still take like a DTR from UCLA in the mid-rounds next year? And you think any chance charge can upset the Chiefs? It's a long shot, right? Um, okay, so a lot to unpack there, Mitch. Thank you for the phone call. Um, number one, um, I'm glad that you're realizing that Daniel Jones is outperforming what expectation was uh, because the majority of calls that I get on this radio station, which blows my mind, are, you know, uh, we can do better. I just, I don't, I just, I don't see it. And, and that's why I just, you know, I'd, I'd like to see the Giants lock him down for at least the next three years. Doesn't mean the Giants won't go out and draft a quarterback. 
um, that, that they can potentially groom. But I just, I, I just, I, I love what I've seen from from Daniel Jones this season. I think he fits this offense extremely well. I think this is just the 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 start of something beautiful between him and Brian Dable. So I'm I'm over the moon in regard to uh, to, to Daniel Jones. That's for sure. Um, and uh, what was what was the what was his final what was his other question? I forgot. Um, do you remember what his other question was? Is oh Chargers? Will Chargers upset Kansas City? Um, well, listen, the Chargers get Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back, but they lost two more defensive linemen. And Kansas City is just so explosive. Here's the thing. I don't think the Chargers will upset Kansas City, but I do believe that they can cover. And I, I want to say they're getting six. Is it still at six? It was six yesterday. What is it now? Um, it's down to five and a half. So... Um, I, I, I think I think this comes down to a field goal. I think it will be a field goal. I love the over at 52. I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this game. And I, I do like the Chargers to cover, so I'll, I'll take them plus five and a half. And uh, I also, like, I love using home dogs as six-point, two-team two teasers. Tease it up to plus 11 and a half. That's probably how I would play it. But I don't know if I'm ready to say that the Chargers are going to upset Kansas City. I think that they will cover, though. Let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, welcome in. GT That's awesome. Congratulations. Hi. Um <laughs> so yeah, I know you're not high on on Zach and I I don't blame you. I mean, what, what he has his who shown is, Tell me tell he, me Artie, tell me somebody who is. Like don't like don't single me out. Who is who is high on Zach Wilson? Uh the, according to Zach, everybody in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, good yeah. for him. But it's okay. Listen, I I mean, I am optimistic only because People saying that he, he hasn't shown improvement, but to me, he's shown a lot of improvement. Um, he hasn't earned the number two pick yet, and 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 it's he's going to be playing against guys that were picked after him. So to me, it's time to step up. I don't want. I mean, I know there's excuses with the offensive line, but you know what? I also think it's coaching, Anita. And I, you know, I told your producer, I said, how much do you think it is? is coaching because they're not treating him like a number two pick. They want him to manage the game. I know people were all over him with the three interceptions, but you got to let him throw the ball down the field. You can't just sit there and call like running, running plays on third and five. You got to put the ball in his hands and let him, let him see if he could, if he could earn that number two pick. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Artie, I, I opened up the show, and, and I appreciate the phone call, and, and, and thank you for your well wishes. Um, you know, I, I think this could be a big game for Zach Wilson. I, can be, I think this could be a turning point for him. He just can't and, – and I'm not saying Zach Wilson's going to go out and throw the ball 300 yards and three touchdowns. That's not what I'm saying. Just, don't, just play, play smart football. Don't, throw, don't, don't turn the ball over. Just play smart football, right? Like – Daniel Jones isn't, you know, wowing everyone, wooing everyone with, with statistics. It's not about that. It's playing smart football. It's, it's helping a team win a game when it comes down to it. It's rushing for the 10 yards to get that first down, moving the chains, and then riding out the clock. It's, it's completing that 15-yard pass that's setting up Graham Gano for uh, a, a, an easier field goal. It's, it's, it's playing smart football. 
So when I say that this could be a game changer for Zach, it, to me, it's more cerebral. I'm not like, I, I, I don't, and you know, I know we get, we get so enamored with, you know, fantasy football, especially me. I'm in 12 leagues, right? Like I'm not, I, you know, I would never tell anyone to, you know, uh, have Zach Wilson, a fantasy team. Of course you don't want to, but it's, you know, this is real football. This isn't fantasy. It's not about the, yes. I mean, just a quarterback come out like, you know, Josh Allen throws for 300 yards, rushing rushes for 60, Scores four touchdowns, three in the air, one on the ground. Does that help Buffalo win? Absolutely. But you you can be a good quarterback in the NFL, not having those you know naughty those you know ridiculously naughty stats, right? And that's what I mean by this could be a solid game for Zach Wilson if he just plays smart football and don't turn the ball over, right? Let's go to Casey. Casey, welcome in. Hey, how's it going? Um, I was just wondering if I can get your thoughts on, uh, you think they should maybe use Zach Wilson's legs a little bit more? Because he's a quick little guy. He can get around. Uh, maybe some more designed runs or RPOs or something? Yeah, I, I just, and Casey, it's a great suggestion. Thank you for the phone call. I just, I, I wonder how much they're worried because of, you know, the knee injuries that he has suffered um, as of late. And of course, you know, don't you know he didn't start the season because of the knee surgery. So, are they a little apprehensive to run those RPOs with him because because of the knee? That's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but this is going to be a good game. Uh, quick break. We come back. Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau is going to join us with his Elias Nuggets. Um, they call them insights. I call them nuggets. And we definitely break down the Jets and the Patriots. Really interested to hear what he has to say um, about that matchup. So stay tuned for that. We'll continue with your call. Cynthia Freeland joins us at 1.30. So still a lot more coming your way. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. What's going on with the Rams, right? The Rams and the Saints, the Saints deciding that they're going to stick with, uh, with Andy Dalton. The Rams, it, it seems like Matthew Stafford is going to get the start. Uh, the Saints at home favored by two and a half. The over-unders at 39. Randy, what are your Elias insights in this matchup? The stat that's going to blow you away to me is, is this. Mm-mm. Andy Dalton, who has been you know, a pretty terrible quarterback to bet on you know, in prime time and, and a lot of situations, is actually a very good bet when his team is favored by, uh, by more than three points, as they are this week. Believe it or not, Andy Dalton's teams are 33-8-1 and one when, his, when he's favored by more than three points. That's include, that, that includes 25-14-3 against the spread. So it's a very good spot to, to, act, to bet on, on Dalton and the Saints this week. Uh, in addition so to that... I'm sorry, really quick. So he's... Because t- I'm taking yeah. notes, of course. He's 25-14-1 yeah. against the spread when he's a, a, more than a three-point dog. Yeah, 25-14-3 against the spread. And thirty-three, eight, and one straight up in that scenario. Oh, I'm sorry. When he's favored. Yes. When he's what, what did I when say? he's favored. Did I, did I not say yeah. That? yeah. No, no. I said it. I, I, right, right, right. I said dog. But no, when he's favored. Okay, I got it. I got it now. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good front runner. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, you know, when 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 he's supposed to win, he seems to do that more often than lose. So uh, that so that coupled with the fact that. He, um, you know, teams seem to be running away from the Rams, uh, especially lately. Um, you know, in the start of the fourth quarter, they're getting outscored by over seven points per quarter uh, for the entire year. And over the last three games, they've been outscored 34 to seven in the fourth quarter. So, you know, that's where games are won and lost. And uh, with with the Rams, it's it's been a lot of losing. So, um, couple that with the Dalton stat, I think it's probably a pretty good bet to take the Saints this weekend. Wow. Uh, that is not music to the ears of Rams fans. So let's move on to the Chargers game. The Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the uh, bright lights, big stage of Sunday night. Kansas City's favored by six. The over-under is at 50 and a half. The Chargers getting healthier on the offensive side of the ball, right? Expectation is yeah. hopefully Mike Williams and Keenan Allen get back. But now they suffer more injuries on the defensive side of the ball, specifically the defensive line which you don't want to hear going up against the number one most explosive offense in the NFL with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. So with that being said, what are your Elias insights? So this is a primetime game. The Chiefs have won 10 straight primetime games, if you, including last year's playoffs. Um, so you would think that that's, you know, they're, they're, they're a pretty good bet. However, four of, those last, four of the last five wins were by six or fewer points. In addition, if you look at Mahomes versus Herbert, uh, they faced off four times in their career. Each of those four games were decided by six or fewer points. In addition to that, the Chargers are 5-2 and two against the spread since the start of last season as an underdog. And just to italicize that, the league in general this year, home dogs in division games, are 7-2 and two straight up since week five. So... You know, the Chargers being a home dog uh, in this division game, the trend has been of late that these teams, these games, these teams are actually winning these games. Forget about just covering. They're winning these games. Like I said, seven and two since week five. 
And then with the history of Mahomes versus Herbert, very close games. So for that reason, I think you take the, I think it's five and a half points right now. I think I see it six as well, but by, by Sunday night, it could be uh, anywhere between five and seven points. You know, I, I'm, I'm with you here. I, I do like the Chargers getting the points. Um, I just, you know, it's just on, on paper, it just screams Kansas City. But, right. you, you know, you, but it, it's a whole, you're right, it's a whole different animal when you're talking about a divisional matchup, for sure. Uh, last mm-hmm. but not least, the Jets going up against the Patriots. I'm so intrigued by this game because, mm. as we know, the Jets have one of the best defenses in the NFL but have arguably the worst quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> and that quarterback, even though he's not a rookie, he's still very wet behind the ears. And going up against Bill Belichick, we know Bill Belichick has his way against young, inexperienced, and not very savvy quarterbacks. So the Patriots Mm. favored by three, three and a half in some places, and the over-under is at 38. I'm very intrigued with your Elias insights. What do you have here? Well, I can see why the Patriots are, are, are favored. Of course, they're home. They've won 13 straight games against the Jets. And in those 13 games, their average margin of victory is 19.2 points. So they've owned the Jets in recent years. But this is not your uncle's Jets and your uncle's Patriots. This is, these are obviously different teams. Probably the most interesting stat for me for the Jets in support of the Jets is that they have won uh, five games this season as an underdog, five games straight up. And that's ties the league lead this, this year with the, with the Giants and the Seahawks. Um, in addition to that, the Jets are 4-0 and on the road this year. And Anita, can you tell, would you know how many teams are 4-0 and or better on the road this year? What, probably the Jets are the only one? <laughs> Jets and the Eagles are 5-0, and but those are the only two teams. So that's pretty good company, um, obviously. And so, and then the last most conclusive stat that I'm going to give you is that the Jets this season – have yet to be outscored in the fourth quarter. And that's where the games are won, won and lost. And Coach Salah has got these guys focused with the eyes on the prize coming down the stretch in the fourth quarter. And for that reason, I think the Jets are going to break the unlucky 13-game losing streak curse Ooh. and uh, cut mode. And then one last thing I want to show you, too. Now, the Pats are coming off a bye, and a lot of people might, might be saying, well, you know, how can you bet against Belichick? coming off a bye. Well, since Brady left town, the Patriots are actually 0-2 coming off a bye. So there goes that theory that, that, that he's this uh, you know, uh, Andy Reid type of uh, record coming off the bye. So for all those reasons, I, I really like it. Now, the over-under, that's pretty low, 38 points. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I do like the under in this. If, if, I, was, if I was to play this... Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the, the hook. So I'm, I'm probably, mm. I'm probably not going to play a side, but, but I do believe that the play is, is the under here. As much as I love Mac Jones, uh, he's just not comfortable in this offense that, uh, that they've created for him since Josh left. And of course went to the Raiders and, uh, in both these defenses are top three in the NFL. So my play in this is, is, is certainly the under. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it all pans out. Uh, Randy, you, you rock as always, my friend. Uh, again, Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau. They have the Game Plan app. You can download it on your iPhone or your Droid. It's one of the best apps out there, especially if you play fantasy football or you're into gambling. 
Um, we just, you know, obviously such amazing insights. I like to call them nuggets, but insights that Randy just shared with us. They have them for every game. So make sure you download uh, that that app, and, uh, and, 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 and I'm sure it will help you make some tough decisions when it comes to gambling as well as fantasy. Randy, thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a good one. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network will join us next right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good afternoon, Cynthia. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Snow day for you, huh? Coming up? Um, I, well, I did go. I did go to the dog park this morning. Um, it was a little a little chilly, but we made it out. I I think we're okay. expecting some snow flurries. I think. Um, okay. Nothing like Buffalo, though. Nothing like Buffalo. I mean, this is wild. All that snow there, six feet of snow, no big deal. You know, just six feet. No. <laughs> Uh, insane, of course, and, and, and let's start right there. Why don't we do that? The Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns, uh, that game now moved to Detroit, uh, Cynthia's hometown. So they'd be playing indoors on a fast track. Uh, the Buffalo Bills favored by eight. The over-unders at 50 and a half. Um, I, I, I love the over here, especially on this fast track. And both these defenses, neither of these defenses have been able to stop anything, let, a, let alone a runny nose, especially mine as of late. But nonetheless, uh, what, what's, what's your play in this game? You know, I think the thing I like most in this game, I, I, I think it could be a decent, I don't know, I think maybe it's gone up a little too high. I can't remember what number you saw. I did see it got bit up. It's at I'm 50 a and a half. I have it at 50 and a half right now. Ah, uh, got it. Okay, so it's not quite high enough yet. I think I saw somewhere else where it was like, 52 and a half. And I, was, I thought that was a little crazy, but 50 and a half I like. And I definitely, I think the Bills come out and they look really strong and they have a nice win. But my fear about this one is the run game in general. That's been a deficiency of both. And of course, you know, we've seen the Bills secondary. It, it's, it's not fair to look at the Justin Jefferson numbers and, and, and use that as 
like, you know, kind of say that's going to be the same for the Browns. But my only fear with that one is if they start running the ball a ton, then it's going to be fewer possessions. So, you know, don't go crazy with that. If, if, it, if it keeps getting bid up, don't go too crazy with that. Just keep it nice. And remember, fewer possessions always in Browns games because of the pace, because they want to run the football. So you would, so you would lean more towards the under is what you're saying. I would say, like at fifty and a half, I still think it. I still think it will go over that. But I think this is one where people, like, if you look to see where all the money has been going, it's been going in markets that have shifted it up so high that I'm not sure. Like, I feel like come game tie, it could, could be even higher. Like, it could be like fifty four or something crazy. Because what I saw fifty two yesterday, somewhere else. I don't know which. You know, all books are different. That's true. Uh, I always like to say, you know, go out there, try to find the, the you know, the, the best lines that you can. Exactly. Um, uh, we, we just heard LaFleur talk about Zach Wilson and, you know, his well-documented struggles against the Patriots. Uh, this is a Patriots team. They are home. Uh, they are favored by three and a half. The over-under is at 38. I think the play here is the under because both these defenses are good. It's evident Mac Jones is not comfortable in that offense. Uh, whatever the heck they're running there in New England, but both these defenses are excellent. So uh, what, what's, what's your thought on this matchup? Who wins this game? I think I tend to have a slight lean towards the Patriots, but it's not more than, I mean, three and a half is what I stay away from anything that looks like that. Cause I think it's probably like a one or two point win, which would mean I was on the side of the Jets. And I think the Jets, the thing I really love about their defensive front is the, their ability to get pressure without blitzing. They blitz at the second lowest rate in the league, but when they do, it's the second highest pressure percentage, which means they only do it in strategic situations where it works as opposed to just all of the time. And then, of course, they're getting pressure overall at the seventh highest rate in the league. So they're getting pressure with just four. That spells trouble for Mac Jones because that means the defensive backs are free to blanket all the pass catchers, and that's not the strength of this team at all. So I'm with you. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And I also think if I were looking, I think a Mac Jones pick is like you can book that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, you got, but it's like you got to lay – it's minus 190. So <clears throat> that's just too, that's just too much, too much juice for it. Like I, I just, I, I just, well, I you, tend could put, to you could put it combined in, it in like a parlay. Exactly. Yeah. Use it, use yep. it as like a, like a, a prop parlay. Um, exactly. I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, the giants and <clears throat> their home, they're favored by three going up against your team, the Detroit lions. Uh, and I had a caller who called in and was just like, I don't understand this line. The giants, they're playing so well, they're home. Why are they only favored by three? I, I think odds makers are thinking that this might be a quote-unquote trap game uh, because they do play the Dallas Cowboys, their division rival, in just a few days after this game. Um, can you explain why the Giants are only favored by three at home against Detroit? I would imagine it's because the Giants rely on the run so much, not just with Saquon, but also with Daniel Jones. And that means that sometimes strange things can happen, meaning teams are then forced into passing situations. And the Lions kind of keep things, they keep things like weirdly close for how bad their record is. If you look to see these Giants thing, they're not getting smoked like 38 to 7 very often. Now it does happen on occasion, <clears throat> Patriots game. But when I'm looking to see overall, they're typically kind of in it. And because they have to throw and they get that quick strike situation and the, the, the Giants are all about ball control and keeping things like just manageable, I think the Giants actually have a nice big win in this one. I think it's a stupid line. I agree with that. I think it's like a six or seven point win. But I also understand the fact that the quick strike defensive 
potential for the Lions to go down and score just some random thing. And I agree with you on the trap situation too. But I think there's a couple of things that I love in this game, but I think Saquon has a monstrous game. I think that Saquon receptions, I saw a number that I felt was way too low for the number of receptions he's going to have. And I think Daniel Jones rushing touchdown is a really smart thing to look at. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here. You can see her all over the NFL Network. Um, she always does a phenomenal job each and every week. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys going up against the Minnesota Vikings. And now this line has now jumped up to plus two. It was, it was Minnesota plus one and a half. Don't get this line at all. Now it's moved up to plus two. The over-under is at 48. I just, again, I just don't get it. Why, why, isn't, why aren't the Vikings favored here, Cynthia? I think because last game we saw something weird from the, the Cowboys' defense that is, is kind of, I mean, it's concerning, but it was also like it's not characteristic of their team. So Aaron Rodgers had an average time to throw almost a full half of a second longer than his season-long average, which doesn't sound like a lot of time, but that's massive because, remember, that the number of games that they've played, that, that average, you know, you've seen Aaron Rodgers just get absolutely smoked. So the fact that he had so much more time shows you that this defense, which is great at getting pressure, for whatever reason in that last game, they couldn't get accurate and adequate pressure on Aaron Rodgers. And that's kind of what made the difference. I think that they're exa- they're, the, the odds makers are saying, listen, that was a one-time anomaly. These things can happen. This is a much better defense than that. Kirk Cousins is, is – he can throw a pick with the best of them. He's not like, I mean, look, he's a, he's doing a great job this season. You can't take anything away from him from that. And their record is what their record is. But on some level, this defense, they also are who they are. Micah Parsons returned to form these types of things. These guys don't stay. These great players don't have off games, you know, very often two times in a row. Um, I still, I, so do you have a play here? I, I actually think that this is a nice, strong Cowboys win, and I think that this is a this is a, and I think this is a CD Lamb. I think CD Lamb has such a great opportunity again in this matchup. The Vikings are far better at stopping the run than they are at stopping the pass. I mean, their pass defense. You know, look, Stephon Diggs. But for that catch by Justin Jefferson, we would have talked about this Stephon Diggs one-armed grab, you know, all week long instead. And then Justin Jefferson just went and made this, like, bananas catch. So, you know, I, I think you have to remember, like, the Bills sort of lost that game. I don't know if I would say that the, that the Vikings won that game so much as I would say that the Bills lost that game. Kansas City going up against the Chargers. The Chargers getting healthier on the offensive side of the ball, but – not so much on the defensive side of the ball as they lose two more defensive linemen. They're only going into this matchup with four healthy defensive linemen. But Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are expected back. Kansas City, Miko Hardman is put on IR. Juju Smith-Schuster is out because of a concussion. Um, I think Kadarius Toney could have a monster day for Kansas City since now mm-hmm. he's going to be get an uptick in targets. Um, I do like the over in this at 52 but something's telling me that this is going to be a close game. And I do like the chargers at home getting five and a half. What's your play here? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm bragging for one second because every year I think about one game I want to go to. And I was lucky that this one flexed into the night so that I could go, go to it. Cause I just want to see, like, I think that, you know, look, as good as some other quarterbacks have looked this season, I think Patrick Mahomes right now, front runner for MVP, got to see him whenever he's in town. So, you know, I, I think that the chiefs win this one, you know, I, it's interesting because last week I was like, is that when the trap game for them against the Jags? They were, you know, obviously they had a hard game. And then, 
you know, they're weak off against the Jet, not weak off, but, you know, not, not as formidable of an opponent, and then they got flexed into Sunday night. So is this the trap game? And I, I think it's going to – I do think it'll – what is it, four and a half? I, I think that the Chiefs win it's by five and a healthy half. margin seven. It's five it's, and a half. It was, it was six. Seven. It was six, and now it's yeah. five and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I think healthy margin because you're starting to see the Chiefs use the running backs efficiently and effectively. Like, Isaiah Pacheco has looked great. Like, you have all of these guys – stepping up and you're right they're missing some pieces for their pass catchers but Travis Kelsey got like suplexed in that last matchup between the two of them and I think that that makes Travis Kelsey like a dangerous threat to just absolutely destroy them in this one interesting um and uh and and let's let's finish uh, just before we get to fantasy uh the Monday night game the 49ers going up against Arizona um the 49ers, obviously, offensively, just so explosive. Defense, we know how good they are. Um, this is an Arizona Cardinals team. They're home, and they're getting eight, which says to me, Kyler Murray is going to be a game-time decision. So two folds here. Number one, based on the line, anticipating that maybe it's Col- – and, and I'm hearing Colt McCoy is dealing with an injury as well. I don't know. They might, they might be you know out there with their third-string quarterback. So number one, what are you hearing about Murray? Do you think he's going to be active on Monday night? And uh, and your thoughts on this matchup? Well, I always try to say my I guess my um, my my it's, let's see who they elevate right. Like so, you just have to see today if any quarterbacks get elevated. That would be sort of my tip off as to how healthy or not healthy anyone happens to be. But I I think look Mexico City the altitude is insane. They're you know the the Niners have looked just absolutely ridiculous. The line would imply that there are a lot of pieces missing. Zach Ertz, for sure, we know isn't playing. This is a bad situation for them. Perhaps a James Conner like sort of flex for fantasy, if you would like to try to do that, would be something I would be more like I would feel better about. Like if you really were looking for something, but you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. This seems like a really bad situation for a team that allows like all of the. You know, in next-gen stats, we talk about rushing yards overexpected. And, I mean, this team just gives up the, – the Cardinals defense just gives up, like, all of the rushing yards overexpected. And you know Kyle Shanahan wants to run the air out of the football. All right, let's turn our attention to, uh, to, to fantasy. As always, this is how we like to end our segment with you very strong. And in regard to some of the quarterbacks that might be fl- flying low on the radar – um, I mean, listen, at this point, Justin Fields is not flying low on the radar, no. right? Against, against Atlanta. Um, talk, talk to me about some of the quarterbacks you like this week. Well, listen, Giants fans. I mean, if you're going to play, I have like my DFS situation is full of Daniel Jones. I love lots of shares of him. The Detroit Lions defense is, yeah, they play a little bit better in recent weeks, but like, look at the number of rushing yards they allowed Justin Fields to have last week. Uh, yes, you want all of that. You want that action for sure. I also think that if I'm looking, like, maybe a little bit, like, sort of, like, I'm going to use the word riskier, I actually think you could, who could be available, Marcus Mariota, if you mm-hmm. need a quarterback. Like, he's a great running threat as well. And, obviously, Chicago, their defense, look, Chicago's offense is one thing, but their defense is a complete other. So, I think that could be a really a, a nice pickup for you too for someone who's actually like available potentially in your league. I, I like both of those. Uh, in in regard to running backs, uh, you know, very interesting. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, you know, still questionable, but 
I don't know about you. I just I I feel that Pollard's the best running back in in that backfield. Uh, you know, it's 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 unfortunate that you know a lot of times we pay attention to somebody's salary or where somebody's drafted, and you don't necessarily teams don't necessarily play the best player available. Also, in Pittsburgh, you've got Najee Harris dealing with a, a knee injury. This very well could be Warren's come out game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And I'm really intrigued to see what happens with Gus Edwards. If he's active, how does that play a role in that backfield with Kenyon Drake? What are some of the running backs you're looking at? Well, I do want to say, if there's no Ezekiel Elliott, then Tony Pollard would be just a, like, a phenomenal choice. So that's one thing to, you know, that obviously increases his odds, even though Minnesota is like a, it is a tougher team to run against, but Pollard is freaking awesome. Um, don't sleep on Josh Jacobs this week. I understand we've seen a lot of, you know, we saw the Denver defense pretty much keep, you know, he, they obviously sold completely out to keep Derrick Henry in check last week, but they're going to need to account for Devontae Adams in this one. So Josh Jacobs could be in line for a nice day. I think Devin Singletary, you could run it back with him against Cleveland. He's in a good spot. I think it's always hard with the Buffalo running backs. It feels like you never really – you're like, oh, but Josh Allen is going to run. No, I think also Devin Singletary as well. And then I think you could actually consider both of the Washington running backs. I have a little bit higher grade on Brian Robinson than Antonio Gibson, but it's a little ticky-tacky with that in terms of, like, who could potentially have the bigger game. But Houston, they don't want to stop running back. They just, they're like, why don't you just run all over us? Our game will be over quickly. Then we can, you know, put ourselves – out of misery like that's how it feels like they're doing with the running back oh that's just so sad wide receivers uh who do you have your eye on okay so i know i just said something mean about houston but nico collins it feels like whatever's going on with their you know with brandon because he's like angry i don't know risk slash personal reasons is an odd reason to not play the nico collins for a like sort of a value pick could be in a good spot for you you know obviously and a less expensive DFS option could be a really nice one there. Um, I'm, I'm also, like, and by the way, targeting the Washington secondary is, is a smart choice. My number one overall wide receiver for, like, like when I look at DFS prices for return, Stephon Diggs narrowly edges out CeeDee Lamb. Both of them have, like, awesome opportunities here for upside. So you're looking for, like, which big-name player to play now that it's late in the fantasy season. Uh, and then I do like some, need some Wandale Robinson as well, or Darius Slate. You could kind of pick between whichever one you think is going to be going to be playing because you know Wandale is actually officially questionable right now. And last but not least, I want lots of shares of Garrett Wilson. Last time he had 115 yards against the Patriots, but I think this time he sees the end zone. Maybe he won't get that many yards, but his ability to line up all over the formations really helpful, especially because we know that the Patriots being pressure, so you're going to need that quick outlet to keep you know, our guy Zach Wilson from throwing any interceptions. Last but not least, tight ends. I mean, the Rams tight end, uh, Tyler Higby. that's a no-brainer, right? Because who else is Matthew Stafford yeah. going to throw to, right? Yeah, that's a – that game feels just uh, – like, I don't even know about – like, that one's, that one's a tough one to watch, sort of, because you're like, oh, this is going to be pretty, uh, pretty interesting to see. But I have actually have, like, a, a nice number for Greg Dolchich, too. I don't love a lot about this Denver offense, but Dolchich has been really consistent and kind of is overlooked. He's still available a lot of different places, so you could look at him. Or I also would say Hayden Hurst comes up pretty high for me. Cincinnati is, you know, Jamar Chase, we don't know how long he's going to be gone. We don't know what's going on. They're coming off their bye. I think that they're going to have some special things dialed up for him to help them kind of relieve in that outlet spot. Remember, they haven't been the same since – CJ Uzama left the team and is now a Jet. So, you know, it's, I think that, that third option is going to be pretty important for them. 
Um, fantastic as always, oh. Cynthia. Thank you so much. Uh, Cynthia Freeland, all over mm-hmm. the NFL Network, and so blessed to have her each and every Saturday afternoon with us here on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy your week. You too. Happy Thanksgiving, my dear friend. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you and your, your beautiful family. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, just a reminder, football fans, it's not too late to sign up for Cover 5, a free-to-pick-and-play game for all season long, fun, and compete against your friends, your rivals, and your favorite 98.7 ESPN hosts. Pick five games each week, and the best score against the spread wins $100. Join the 98.7 ESPN League with the code NY22 on the Cover 5 app and Cover5.com. Visit ESPNNewYork.com for full contest rules. Also, just a reminder, this portion of the show brought to you by BetMGM Sports. That's right, get the BetMGM app today. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Please bet responsibly. Quick break. We come back. We'll take your calls. Anita Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN.